All right, guys, it's about that time. Chris Brooks here with you. Another edition of the Rebels 247 podcast. Good morning to you here on a Friday edition of the show. Part of the 247 Sports Network and inside the Rebels. Man, the weekend almost here. Make your way through one more day. Almost here. Okay, real quick. I'm going to go through several things here on the podcast this morning. So it's going to be maybe a little bit all over the place. So bear with me. I mean, I don't even know what the national day is yet. And how could you get through today? If you didn't know what the national day was. I'm pulling it up here as we get ready for a big regional over the weekend. I can't wait for tomorrow and to see what happens. Look, either way, which I hope it obviously works out well for Ole Miss. I hope the Rebels play great. But either way, it's going to be a great series. And going to be really good for baseball here around the Magnolia State. You you should have caught on by now. I'm a big baseball fan. Love it. And in general, Mississippi. I mean, let's be let's be honest. I love the coverage here because this is where I've, I've always been. I'm lifelong Mississippian. Um, I I would never. I'm one of those would never leave here. Like love being here. And God help me. I, fingers crossed. I hope my kids stay here. Uh, just to be close to good old dad. But man, love the baseball in Mississippi and covering these high school kids. And in addition to, you know, we always talk about per capita baseball. I mean, per capita football here. Um, More NFL players per capita than anywhere in in the world. You know, we like to throw that out. But baseball here is arguably better than the football is. And this weekend is just going to be another feather in the cap with, uh, with the Rebels traveling to Hattiesburg. And we'll get into that a little more here in just a minute. Oh, it's movie night tonight. How could you have gotten through the day without movie night? Look, that reminds me. I think I mentioned this earlier in the week. If you haven't seen Top Gun Maverick, you need to go see the thing. Like, it's like a ride at the fair. I mean, it's like you're, it's almost like you are in the cockpit with Tom Cruise. And, you know, you're, you're flying around everywhere. And then the, the screen flips around to his face and you see the G-forces. The only time Tom Cruise ever looks old is when those uh, the G-forces hit him. And the skin's going everywhere. Uh, how does he look? better now than he did on the first Top Gun movie. How is that even possible? But this man, has he has pulled this off, like a deal with the devil or something. But that's out there. My kids still haven't seen it. Um, movie night, you could go see the, the Jurassic Park. Who doesn't want to see the end of the world at, at the hands of the dinosaurs? I mean, that's out there. And these other ones are stupid. Ballpoint Ben Day, all that kind of stuff. It is Ice Tea Day. That's a good one. Get you some iced tea, go to a movie tonight, and uh, there's your weekend. But look, let's let's knock this out here real quick. I'm looking at a couple of articles that I wanted to dive into. And uh, Rick Cleveland actually put together something. I don't read this much on Mississippi Today. Uh, I, I don't read any news regularly. That's just that's just how it is. I don't, I don't like reading the news. Whether it's the Ledger today or Fox or CNN, any of you news people, uh, that ain't me. But I'm looking here, saw this come across Twitter. Title kind of pulled me in Mississippi, where college baseball tickets are like gold. And I'm reading through this article right now. The face value of a ticket for the Ole Miss and Southern Super is $60, selling for as much as 1800 bucks. 
which is nuts. I mentioned that a couple of days ago. Seating capacity at Pete Taylor Park, it's 5,000. Okay, that's problematic. They'll get more people in it than that, but yeah, 5,000. Uh, the number of tickets allotted to Ole Miss by NCAA rules, I, I did not know this, 600. And 250 of those went to players and coaches' families. All right, well, no wonder there's no tickets. That leaves 350 tickets to be sold to Ole Miss supporters. No wonder there's no tickets out there. I mean, consider this, and Rick goes into detail here. 136,000 people follow Ole Miss baseball on Twitter. We had 8,200 season ticket holders. Of course, that ticket, if you sit down and you do the math, of course, that's a hard ticket to get. 350 people. That's nuts. But that is what it is. 350 people. Yeah, I mean, there's other parts of this story, too. Um, talking to Jeremy McLean in the story, are they talking about the expansion of Pete Taylor Park? And, and Rick goes into that. Um, that's not going to happen by the weekend. That's not going to happen by the weekend. But no wonder that that is what it is. Now, a little short of breath for some reason this morning. I know what it is. I don't want to go into I got up this morning and uh, I ate way too much breakfast. So I'm paying for it here, trying to knock out work this morning. I don't know what I, don't know what I was doing. But this is the Southern Miss look at Ole Miss. Okay, I wanted to get into a few of the numbers here for, for the regional. And this is Hattiesburg Super Regional. Closer look at Ole Miss. Um, Southern Miss's 247 site, Golden Eagle Pride. Glenn Dyer is one of the writers over there. Drew Wright, also another. And they put this together. Kind of, uh, hey, let's let our fans know, you know, what kind of team that Ole Miss has. And, you know, the thing is, when I went into this deal, this story, and I'm reading through it, this is going to be a great series. Like, it does not get much more evenly matched. The biggest discrepancy comes when you get to a game three. And look, I have a little recruiting for you here at the end of this too. So just hang on for a minute. Nothing that's going to be earth shattering today. We just uh, talked to a few kids yesterday. When you get to a game three, they will start someone more consistent than what we've had in that game three role. You know, at this point, Derek Diamond has a 689 ERA. You know, Southern is going to, they're going to roll out. They're going to roll out someone who, in terms of consistency, maybe not stuff, but in terms of pitching, consistency being that guy, they're going to trot somebody out there that has that has been better this year. And if we get to that part, that's going to be problematic. But you look at the early matchups in this series, game one, you look at the numbers, the lineups, who's expected to pitch. I mean, you look at everything between the the pitchers. Now, the game three guy for Southern Miss, Hunter Riggins would be that guy. He's a Delta State transfer, but he's a he's a solid arm. Now, the one thing for Southern that has flipped here, Hurston Waldrop is going to be their starter in game one. Now, let me tell you a little bit about that cat. He's a big guy, very athletic, throws the ball hard. Like we're mid nineties, consistent arm. 
Uh, very over the top arm slot. So he's got this big down breaking curveball. And he's he kind of stomps around the mound. You know what I mean? Kind of an emotional guy. Like he he is somebody with big time stuff. I was talking to somebody about him yesterday. Um, actually a high school coach that was familiar with uh with Southern Miss more than I am. He's the He's the kind of guy that, yeah, he could go out and he could really be hard to hit game one. What you're hoping happens with him, not that Ole Miss hasn't hit this kind of stuff all year. I mean, they have. I mean, if they come out swinging bats, they they can hit just about anybody. But this is a good arm you're facing. You hope maybe he's, he's off a little. It's a little different setting for him because he's game one guy. He's the Friday night guy now, and it's different. It's a different mindset. So we'll see how he reacts to that. But big-time stuff, he'll come right at you. You hope he's a little wild. You know, maybe he's a little bit off, too amped up, and that that becomes, you know, an issue there. But they're going to roll out a really good arm, number one. And the reason he's starting is because Tanner Hall, their normal, you know, stud horse pitcher, they they pitched him twice over the weekend. He came back to try to start that last game on two days rest and he got on, I think he only gave him two innings, maybe three, but something like two or three innings. He needed the extra day of rest. So they're a little bit off kilter here, rolling into this regional, nothing major, but it's, it is different. It's, it's, and it's worth mentioning, but when they're throwing these stats out here and I'm looking at the numbers of this lineup, man, here coming down the stretch, Ole Miss is swinging it. I mean, they are swinging it well. And the bullpen, you know, the, we've mentioned the starters being a big deal. Brandon Johnson's number two in the SEC in saves with 11. Josh Mallett's, his numbers have been stellar. 26 innings pitched now, 40 strikeouts, nine walks, one three eight ERA. The pin has been top-notch. And the bats rolling in, Justin Bench at 311, Gonzo doing what he's doing, Elko doing what he's doing. What Elko's doing is not normal, just so you know. It's, it's kind of normal for him, but it's not normal. Kevin Graham did, did not look good at the Coral Gables Regional, but he swung it well all year. Then to Alderman, to Dunhurst, Chatagnier had an unbelievable weekend. He's finally swinging it mentioned this a month ago and now here we are Ole Miss was the team that nobody wanted in their regional and even if they were the last at-large team to get in this thing nobody wanted them namely because you had this lineup to deal with number one and number two there were arms there in the second half of the season those arms got figured out nobody wanted to face this team and look, other than the home field advantage for Southern, and that place is going to be a madhouse. Other than that, this is an evenly matched series. From the lineups, Ole Miss a little better lineup. Southern's got a little bit better. Ole Miss, they have better pitching staff. But everything else for the most part, I mean, we're talking about two evenly matched teams. It just depends on who plays well. I wish I had a ticket to this thing. I might try again. And I've got a lot going on this weekend too, but I would love to get down there and get you guys some pictures and do some photography. So I'm, I'm still efforting some things there. So we'll see. We'll see what happens.
Saturday, Sunday, possibly Monday. So we'll see what happens, but this should be fun. And I will be on the board in the the group, um, in the live thread with Jared. And we try to have a good time. We try not to take it too serious. Um, this should be fun. So hopefully that hopefully this goes well. Now, what else is there out there? Whenever we do this, I always hop on Twitter real quick. And there, there's a couple of things here. The kids I had a chance to talk to yesterday, I talked to uh, Tacofa Lewis, big offensive lineman from Pearl. He's young. He's just going to be a junior. But he's one of three guys around the state in that class, offensive lineman that Ole Miss is in really good shape with. And uh, the visit that he had to Ole Miss, he called it, I want to say, I'm looking at the quotes now. I'll have a story out front here in just a little bit. I think he called it great and also unbelievable. And when I asked him, was Ole Miss one of the schools he's seriously considering, he just said, oh, yeah, uh, most definitely. So we'll see what happens with him. But I got some good stuff from him. Of course, he's out of Pearl, like I said. Um, I had a chance to to run down James Hamilton, another 2023 kid that got an offer from Ole Miss. And uh, he was excited. It's his first one. If you remember this about him, and I'll have a story out front on him today, Ole Miss is his first offer. Does not even have a recruiting grade right now in 247 Sports. He's one of those who, like, he's one of those truly under the radar kind of guys. He's visiting all of these big schools, all of them. And you look at his Twitter, and he, he has these photo shoots at all these big places, but no offers. He'll get them. Okay, he'll be one of these guys. He'll get those offers. So I have something on him for the front. Also, Caden Jenkins, he has a twin brother. His twin brother is a safety. Um, Caden is a corner, another 2023 guy. He has said that that his, his twin brother's Cameron. They've said they're going to play together. I don't think Ole Miss offered his brother, though. Most Most everyone that's offered one has offered both. So we'll see where that goes, but I don't think Ole Miss has offered his brother yet. And like I said, they've said they're going to play together, but I'm still trying to reach out to him. I got a couple of quotes from him yesterday, but I need a little more information. Uh, he's somebody to keep an eye on that I'll have some stories up front for. And other than that, like I said, I'll get on Twitter and, you know, just to make sure that we're not missing anything. Did anybody see when, uh, when, when we hired Lane Kiffin? And look, nobody take this seriously. I mean this half-hearted. Like the Joel Osteen kind of tweets where there's like a, a message here. Did anybody see that coming from Lane when you hired him? I did not. I did not. This one says, have a great weekend, everyone. And then the, the, the image and the quote, always have eyes that see the best, a heart that forgives the worst, a mind that forgets the bad, and a soul that never loses hope. I did not see the motivational quotes coming from Lane Kiffin when that hire was made. Did not. But we're getting that. And had somebody tell me yesterday, at least from their vantage point for what it's worth, that he looked like somebody that was settling in, like nesting, if you will. You know, there was some concern over how long he would be at Ole Miss. And I think from some people, you know, outside people, they're already a little surprised that he's still there. But Look, him settling in in Oxford and building something, that would be good a good thing for Ole Miss. He's done an unbelievable job, not just with the portal, but with everything. And, yeah, him settling in, if, if that is a thing, that would be – that'd be awesome. That would be awesome. 
There's your motivational quote for the day from Lane Kiffin. How about that? Everybody needs that. Hey, look, enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy some baseball, hopefully. And Ole Miss plays well in Hattiesburg tomorrow and Sunday, and this thing is over. We'll see what happens. Have a great weekend. Always appreciate you guys. And we'll talk to you Monday. This is Chris Brooks on the Rebels 247 podcast. Talk to you later.